Well, welcome, listeners. I wish you could be in this room with us today. We are at the Buzzell Senior Center in Wilmington for the first ever live, or almost live, yeah. Bridging the Digital <laughs> Divide. And I'd like everybody to first say, hooray! hooray! Yay! This, so thank you proof. guys for being here. We're going to start by talking about how we um, came up with the idea to do this pod- podcast, Brad. Our podcast is called Bridging the Digital Divide. And what that means is the haves and the have-nots in technology. Who really understands technology and who doesn't? And how can we kind of fix that? So Brad, why don't you talk about what we're going to talk about today and some of the research you've done. Sure. So the digital divide, like Lisa says, is how to get people who don't have access or knowledge of technology to get that te- that knowledge or access. And so there's the, a company called the Pew Internet Research Center, and they did a, um, a well, they do studies all the time, but the one, the one we're talking about today will be about how you, how different generations adopt different technologies. And we'll focus on basically two different questions here is how, how Ownership of a smartphone, uh, ownership of a tablet computer, social media, and then whether the, uh, whether each generation thinks that the internet is a good thing, good for society versus, and good for yourselves. And so that's where it really came from because we have many different generations associated here. And so we thought we would get everybody in a room and share some uh, some facts. Cool. So let's get Hayden Kane up first. Hayden spoke with our seniors who came today to be with us, and there were 12 senior citizens. And the first question we posed was, do you own a smartphone or a tablet, and do you use social media? What did you find out, Hayden? Um, So when I was polling um, our group over here, I found that everybody has a smartphone, uh, has a phone, um, and only seven have a smartphone but everyone else has a flip phone or a phone that could be considered not smart. Um, okay. Or a phone um, like, a, like, a, like a Blackberry or something, like a, a smaller phone that you flip open or flip up the keyboard. Um, and the main use is for communication. So okay. Like texting and calling. And what about social media? Who's using social media in the senior citizen population? I found that not everyone uses social media, um, and the main reason for that is that it really hasn't been a huge exposure. Um, but uh, I found that some people do use Facebook, um, and that's mainly for photo sharing or sharing other sharing things with their family and friends. Okay. And the next question was, do you see the Internet as a positive thing for society, and what about for you personally? Boy, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so we came up with a, a nice pros and cons list. Um, the main thing that I was getting was that um, cons, and this is some, I agree with all these, is that um, it's causing a lack of human interaction and it's causing the younger generations to lose valuable skills like using a dictionary when you can just type in something wrong and it'll correct itself with spell check. Or another thing was hacking and spam, um, cyberbullying, uh, in general, like uh, for example, we have uh, someone in our group who has a a doorbell, the the ring doorbell, which is a smart doorbell. If someone could hack that into their phone, they could ring their doorbell all night long. Hmm. Um, but there are some pros. It is faster than email, uh, and it's a fast communication for emergencies. So if you have your smartphone on you and you can call nine one one or get it, call someone, uh, you can get help quickly. Um, and it is a new, it's a new frontier, so there's lots of opportunities to help people. Cool. Okay, and what was the first device that most of your group ever used? Um, a lot of them, it was the TV remote or the TV. Yep. I had one mechanical TV remote. Um, 
uh, draw, uh, Mac Draw, um, so drawing tools or anything, um, a foot measurement machine at the shoe store. Oh, that's a great one. And uh, m- many computers, like, um, and a lot of it was a family member teaching them how to use it or um, an instruction uh, booklet. Okay. Something like that. And anything final you'd like to say from your group that you got as an overall impression? Um, I feel like the general impression was that technology has a lot to work on, but it's going to change the way that the younger generations act and the way that society changes as a whole compared to the older generations. Um, For example, looking something up in a dictionary as opposed to (laughs) typing it in wrong and getting spell checked, it's going to change society in a way that's neither positive nor negative. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the general thing was that um, I think the older generations need some more exposure to technology, and I think that it could be a very great application to their lives as as well as everyone's lives. Um, But technology has to use be used correctly. I think the quote was, with great power comes great responsibility. And this that's is true. exactly what you have in your pocket. You can reach hundreds of people with a click of a button and that can be used for spreading positive messages and sharing photos with your friends and family or could be used for cyberbullying or hacking. So you have to use it correctly, but I think it's a great application for everyone. Wonderful. Well, that was what the senior group had to say and we will get some comments from them in a moment. Yay, Hayden. He's so good. And now Bernie Lyon. Bernie's going to tell us about what he learned from the kiddos. So the first question was, do you own a smartphone or tablet, and do you use social media? I'm going to guess you get yes on that. For the most part. for The, the, the majority <laughs> of the group uses a smartphone or has a smartphone and uses social media. Not everybody. Uh, some of the younger ones didn't, but for the most part, they do. And some of them do use social media. Now, when that came up, YouTube was described as social media. Mm-hmm. So my question was, uh, as, and to the best of my knowledge, nobody sends to YouTube, but they all receive from it and they watch a video. So that is kind of a use of social media. Okay. And what about, do you see the internet as a positive or negative thing for society? And what about you personally? This, this was a good question. This got some good responses. Uh, there's some negatives there. Oh, let me, let me step back. I got, some, I got a comment on social media and they said one of the problems with social media is that it shows how immature people can be mm. <laughs> that that's a very yeah, good observation that's very true yeah. and i think they also re- recall that as far as the internet goes uh they're concerned about abuse they're concerned about hey you can use this maybe to cheat on a test or something mm. like that you can use the internet okay you can use it to find things uh they're concerned about privacy. On the plus sides, it is a source of information. You can mm-hmm. go out there and you can get some information. And a, a neat thing that somebody said was, well, guess what? I like to talk face-to-face with somebody. Mm. Yeah. So it's still there. People it's, still, still want to connect, right. which I'm they glad to connect. hear. Yeah. Okay. Do you see the Internet as a positive thing for society? And what about you personally? For the most part, again, that went back and forth. They're concerned about privacy issues and so forth, and they're concerned about abuse of the Internet. But, again, they will use the Internet to gather information. So they said in some cases it's a lot faster. You don't have to, you know, look it up in a book. You can go online and get immediate information. Right. right. It's, it's hard to make people patient when you yeah. can get stuff lickety-split these days, right? So I guess we have to relearn how to be a little more patient. Remember the olden days when you used to take out food to thaw? 
and your mom would call and say, take out the chicken or there's no dinner. Now we stand in front of the microwave when it takes 20 seconds and we complain that that's too long, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to learn about patience and that's with technology too. What about the first device the kids ever used and who taught them to use it? Well, none of this relates to what I've used. Okay. <laughs> what they said, interesting iPad, yep. flip phone, and a this kind of surprised me, a Nook. Oh, oh yeah, okay. interesting. Okay. Which is pretty good. And yeah. a couple of PlayStations. Nice. Yeah, so video games and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And Bernie, how about your responses to these questions? Do you own a smartphone or tablet yourself? I have a very <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> okay. Well, Brad helped you learn yeah. how to use yeah. that, I, yeah. I would guess. And, uh, I have a tablet. My wife bought me a tablet, and I think I've turned it on once or twice, because I, t- I tend to use my phone on my okay. computer most of the time. Mm-hmm. And do you use social media, too? As far as give and take goes, I take, but I don't give. I, I was just on the um, the Facebook page of the library yeah, actually yeah, today yeah. looking at stuff, but I don't have my own Facebook page yeah. or okay. anything like that. Do you see the Internet as positive for society, and what about for you personally? It, it's, a, it's a two-edged sword. Um, like, like a lot of mm-hmm. the kids said, you've got to be very, very careful because there's scams out there. Right. You know, people can go on the Internet and say, oh, this looks good. Let me try that. And even... When you try to acquire information on the internet, you've got to be very, very careful. You can go on Google and it'll give you like 20 million hits or something that you're asking, or you can go to the library and get the right answer. That's the way I feel. Ah, about it. A little <laughs> plug for the library there. What was the first device you ever used, and who taught you how to use it? For me, what, what I recall is a reel-to-reel tape recorder. Oh, interesting. And the reason I got that is because my father worked at a radio station. He brought this thing home, and I thought this was the greatest thing in the world. I, I basically showed myself how to use it. Uh, one of the uses I had for it is I could take it, I could record songs from the radio, play them at half speed, and learn how to play them on the guitar. Hey, that's pretty inventive. <laughs> and Hayden, I'd like to have you step back up and we'll get your answers to the questions. Thank you, Bernie. Great oh, job with Bernie. your group, too. So, Hayden, I know you own a smartphone and a yes, tablet, probably. <laughs> and do you use social media? Uh, I use social media. I don't post as much as I uh, consume, I guess is the correct word, um, but mainly for communication. So I use um, different apps and social media to talk with my friends and organize um, days where we're all going to hang out or have a game night or something like that. Um, I think that's super useful because you can connect to all your friends with one message instead of having to send, or say this was 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you'd have to send emails to all your friends. Sure, or actually physically call yeah, them on the phone them. one yes, at a time. Exactly. Yeah, we're all shaking our heads. That's yeah. how we used to do it back yeah. in the day. Or you have a party line where you would get yeah, a whole bunch of people on the phone together. That was how we did it back in the olden yeah, days. I, um, True. Right. And I think because maybe in those days people were closer. Now you have friends from a lot more different communities. Small town feeling maybe when some of us were growing up compared to the larger world global situation. You can reach anyone from around. I have a friend in Wales who does Photoshop work for me. I I know people from all around the world who I can connect with um, at the same message rates that I'm messaging all my friends. So it makes the world larger and smaller at the same time, which is kind of interesting. Yes. And uh, do you see it as a positive thing for society and for you personally? I think it's the new technological revolution. I think that there's so many positive applications you can use it for. But um, there are other things like it's not just the clear web. There's also um, deep web, dark web, those sort of things. And if someone accidentally stumbles upon that, they can get into legal trouble or you could 
end up, uh, I don't know, you could end up uh, being part of a scam or um, hacking's an issue, all these things. It's just a lot of, it's accessible to everyone. And right. everyone includes people with malicious intentions. So mm-hmm. That's true. That's a, and what was the first device you ever used and who taught you to use it? First device I ever used, um, I believe it was a pac-man game console for the tv with the three prong nice and it was, you must uh, have been like three years old yeah it was, I think I was five and Pretty it was a, jo- long it had time a joystick ago. and two buttons and nice could, it had the same graphics as the arcade machines and it was nice that's what i remember excellent cool. excellent job hayden so there's a segment in the podcast we do called food for thought i'd like you brad to share that with yeah. the group and then we'd like to open up for comments from folks all right, so um, way back when in the 90s, there, you actually had to pay for internet access by the hour. And so with all the, uh, you pay a flat rate right now with Comcast or Xfinity, which I think are the, the two main ones. But back in the 90s, there were at least four different people or companies to give you your internet, and they each had different pricing. However, it was by the hour. So the most popular one is AOL. So in, in 1995, for a 995 base fee, you got five hours of online access with 295 each additional hour. So that means if you compare that into today's internet usage, it would cost roughly $2,100 a month to be always online. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen yeah, anytime no, soon with the charges. Does anybody have a story about technology they would like to share with the group? Any of, any of the kids? Yep, you want to come right up to the microphone? We'll get you first, then Christopher, and then seniors, I'll help bring the mic to you if you'd have something you'd like to add. You can come on up. What would you like to tell us about your experience with technology? So once I was pl- doing the first time playing with my Nintendo Switch, and there was this really easy level to beat, and me and my brother spent th- three days trying to beat it. <laughs> wow. And then overnight, my dad just <laughs> snuck out of bed and beat it, and and. Went the next morning, I was like, what the heck? Yes, that's an excellent story. Thank you for sharing that. And Christopher, you want to come up next? And then we'll talk to the seniors, and then we'll get some more kids. Yeah. Christopher, what do you want to tell us about technology? There's something on the news I saw that someone was so into their phone, they didn't even notice that a co- that they were crossing the street and they got hit by a car. Oh, that's and terrible. Over. And that's right, we do have to pay attention, don't we? And someone from the senior side, do you have anything about technology that you'd like to share? Yes, Albert. Well, back in the good old days, as uh, Brad mentioned, the biggest thing for us socially was CB radio. If you didn't have a 105 whip antenna on your car, you were square, you were not there. (laughs) And uh, I have to tell you, I still retain some of my buddies from those eras. It was just fantastic. Nice. Anybody else? Robin? I have this wonderful piece of technology in my hand, but I have no idea how to use it. So you need to go see Brad McKenna at the library, and he will help you. I'm trying to find a, a local neighborhood grandchild that will come visit me. Uh, Don't, they know gonna, everything. He's going to put me out of work. No, I'll come visit you. But you're saying there should be more available for to learn. Just, there's so much in there, and I'm afraid I'll do something I've done it before. So the fear of technology, yeah. Anybody else want to share anything? Yes. And uh, that was provided by the United States Navy. It was called Radar. Oh, right. 
and uh, and it was target finding radar. I know, uh, which probably people don't think about now with everything, rockets and and so forth. But I go back to the '60s, and uh, it was a little uh, intimidating. Uh, I was only 22 years old when I got involved with it. Wow. So, so that was your first experience with oh, yeah, computers yeah. and technology. Absolutely. Wonderful. Anyone else on the senior side have anything they'd like to share? So. Yes, ma'am. Let me come right over to you. I feel like Phil Donahue back in the <laughs> 80s. You kids, look that up later. Uh, well, what I do, I, um, I try to move it faster than it's going. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm going, and I'm doing the wrong thing because it's not going to change anything, you know? And then finally learn how to do FaceTime, and the people I'm calling ready to whack me out. <laughs> what is she calling 10 o'clock at night for? <laughs> Just checking. So we need a little extra education yeah. with the FaceTime. Sure. All right. And from the kiddos' side, I know we had a couple of people who wanted to speak. Uh, we'll start with Kevin. And let's try to keep it brief, because we've got a few minutes left. So this wasn't something that happened to me, but something I more saw on YouTube. Basically, someone posted on Facebook or something. Like they were like, oh, hey, I got a new credit card. Here it is. Picture, number, and all. And so the next, the next post they put was something like, oh, my... OMG, I can't believe my credit card was hacked. Oh no, here's a picture of my new one. <laughs> yeah, God. I am sorry to say this, but um, quite a lot of people on social media are pretty dumb. Oops. <laughs> Maybe they, they need are. to be a little more careful. Thank you, Kevin. Young lady, come on up. Then we'll get you, Nathan, and then uh, Adam, we'll go back to you. Hi. Can you tell us about what you think about technology? Well, honestly, my favorite part is Siri because she's so sassy, especially <laughs> when you ask her what zero divided by zero. What does she say? She says, um, Kevin, you know this. <laughs> okay. Yes. Zero divided by zero doesn't make sense. Imagine you have zero cookies and you are dividing them among zero friends. See, it doesn't make sense. And the cookie monster is sad that he has no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. <laughs> She's really, no, really. When you, when, you, when you go on to Siri, you ask her to zero and divide by Siri and she literally says that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And Nathan, you want to step up? And then Adam will get you in. And Justin, if you want to step over, you can. Go ahead, Nathan, tell us about technology. Sometimes in video games, like when everybody thinks that they've covered all the glitches in games, yes. there are still some that players discover. Like one time I was playing the new Legend of Zelda where you are shield surfing, and if you land on a monster's head when you are shield surfing, you get rocketed to somewhere totally random in the game. Wow. You should tell the game people that you found this glitch. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. And Adam, come on up. <laughs> so if you w this is more of PSA as well. Uh, if I remember correctly, sorry. Um, every time I play a game like online, I'm going to get frustrated, even though I'm like excited to play online with my friends. And personally, I've been starting to uh, go offline, like branch slowly off. What I'm trying to say is, is just if you ever get frustrated because of online, Try and try and like branch off, like try something different. Right. Be open to new ideas. Excellent. Good advice. All right. 
Yes. <laughs> All right, so I figure I, I, I'm kind of literally standing between these two <laughs> groups here. Uh, this is the cameraman. I, I, so. I, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm not as young as these guys, and I'm not uh, as uh, as uh, uh, experienced senior as these guys. So I, I'm kind, of, but I'm kind of seeing you know growing up in the early '80s and now you know here uh, in the. Uh, uh, early 2000s, I've kind of seen a transition from within technology. And we, Lisa and I, and uh, we talked about this on a previous episode, but one of the things that I've noticed um, when I was in high school, I was in the drama club, and I'm a tech geek, and anybody who knows me knows I'm a tech geek. Um, so I was on the technical crew, and I say this to the people here at the high school who are doing technical stuff, and back in the day when I was doing technical stuff with lighting, it was all manual control. You had to set every scene manually, oh, you had to set everything, uh, every show, one time, you know, and do it manually. Now the kids doing lighting and sound in drama in drama up here at the high school, they hit one button every time the scene <laughs> changes, and the and the technology automatically changes the lighting for them. Same time, same look, same everything. So they, you know, kids growing up now and people going through that now aren't getting the experience of you know having to manually do stuff, you know, and mm -hmm. having to you know having the pressure of having to set up that stuff you know during live during a show it's all done sure with a kick and then form. when that technology breaks if you don't have the knowledge how to do it yourself then you're in trouble so technology can be good but you always got to know back you, you need to know and you need to know the troubleshooting and this i see this in, in our industry here in uh, community media you know knowing you know when something breaks um you know how to how to fix it and how to, how to bring stuff back online. How do you fix your tablet? How do you fix your smartphone? You know, how do you, um, how do you deal with, uh, you know, the online um, uh, fake news? Right. You know, sort of stuff. So it's, it's you know, it, you know there's, there's definitely a bunch of changes happening out there. True. Anybody else want to add a comment? Yes, ma'am. Louise. Right up front. As I sat here, I thought about the first mobile phone I had. And I was working at the Salvation Army in Concord, New Hampshire. And the boss said to me, Louise, are you interested in a, in a phone for your car? <laughs> and it plugged into the cigarette lighter, yeah. yes. and it sat between uh, the two front seats. Yeah. And you didn't answer that phone. It's as, as big as a phone used to be. Yeah. Right, like a brick, the size it of a brick. It was. And every wow. time it rang, I stopped my car to answer it. And people should still do that today. They should listen to you, Louise. Seriously. Anybody else want to add anything about technology before we close the podcast today? Yes, ma'am. A computer or the internet or anything is only as good as the information that's fed to it. And that's all it gives you is what has been programmed oh. into it or fed to it. So... Like the gentleman said about the lighting, does somebody program that lighting? See, somebody has mm -hmm. to. So right. it's much more in depth than the children think now, where they just push something. They have to know where it came from. Right. And especially some of the things, like they said, on the internet don't come from good sources correct mm -hmm. and so, hopefully that's why we're doing these kinds of programs it is to it's see very between the between the haves and the have-nots and also the youth and the seniors what we can do to make sure everybody's safe and that everybody gets the results they want the, the library's mission really has changed from providing information <laughs> to giving people the knowledge on how to vet information because information is so readily accessible now 
but is it right? You know, who is pro- posting that information? What's their agenda? Sure. And so it's all about figuring out um, the story behind the story. And, so and when, when you're searching, don't the internet people have it so that whatever's the most popular pops up first? Yeah. So, you so, can, that, so if yeah. you're looking for something, you tend to go with, at least I do, what's, yeah. what it's showing me first. But that isn't always the best source. So sometimes it seems like you have to do research on top of the research. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. But I think we're doing pretty good in this world with technology. And I'm glad you all are using it. And thank you very much for being with us for our Bridging the Digital Divide Goes Live. Fred, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I no, I think uh, thanks everyone for coming. It's always good to see what how people are using technology, so I know where to do research for my job. Excellent. So Thank you all so much for coming, and we'll get this on the air very soon. And have a great afternoon. All right, that's it. <laughs>